Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Empowered to Grow. This is your host, Hanan Elbash. I have a lovely lady with me here today and a very dear friend of mine and someone you have to smile when you hear what she does. Rania Abdul Ghaffar is the happiness educator. And we're not only friends, we're also neighbors. And I love talking to her because guess what? She specializes in multiple intelligences with further concentration on emotional intelligence. And thus, Renia has a lot to share when it comes to that. She's very popular. She's got the, her page, her lives and everything. And she's a consultant in that field as well. So Renia, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad I'm with you, Yahanen. <laughs> it's a real pleasure. It's mine. It's mine. Renia was one of the first people to ever push me into, you have to go live. You have to talk about what you do. And she hosted me on her Facebook page, what, two years ago now? I can't yeah, remember. yeah. It was, a, it was a really nice uh, bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Rania, when, you know, you're with me from day one, but when I asked you now to come on the podcast, Empower to Grow, what does Empower to Grow mean to you? How does it resonate with you? It's the real path towards growth. You know, um, I believe that a person is a seed and you don't actually put things inside the seed. You just, you prepare the soil for the seed and that's very early in one's life. And sometimes actually it comes again as a cycle, another cycle in one's life later. Yes. But it's the environment Mm-hmm. It's what's surrounding the seed that actually helps or handicaps the seed. So when you say empower to grow, that's for me um, um, providing the best environment, not just for the seed to open up and feel safe, mm-hmm. but to actually feel this personal power. So it's an indirect way Yes, you are sort of influencing the seed, but you're influencing the seed to discover its own effect. Yeah. Okay. You know, and to the utmost potential. So personal power and emotional intelligence is actually maybe, uh, although it's supposed to be one of the competencies, Mm -hmm. but it is actually a competency and the end, you know, you're yeah. actually doing all this, all the emotional intelligence part of uh, helping or discovering or managing and all this to actually gain this personal power yes. and to use it in the best way for yourself and others. So empowered to grow, yeah. it shows you the journey mm-hmm. and it shows you the power. I love that. So it's it's both a building block and it's kind of what it's building. So it's yeah, the journey is the 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 uh, the, the goal. Yes, you know, that's true. So that's true. it gives me this sense of the goal is all through the journey. 
I you love know? that. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy you named it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I know we resonate on so many levels. I remember the first time we had, we like, okay, hi, how are you? What's your name? What do you do? And it's like, there's so much we can discuss over here. Exactly. You're empowered to grow and you empower others to grow in your own way. Tell us a bit about your journey and uh, your story of growth. Well, uh, my my journey that I am actually discovering now after all these years, I found out that I had phases of personal growth and phases of personal power. But the first personal power I had was was the outcome of executing or discovering ways to perform and produce according to what was actually given to me, what was put in me, what the values that were uh, um, seeded inside, you know? Um, After certain, um, you know, very eye-opening happenings in my life, Mm -hmm. I found out that although I was powerful, I felt it, Um, but the power was not really based on Rania. Yes. It was based on Rania who was based on other people. You know, other roles and your other responsibilities. Exactly, exactly. And I I would really, really like to open up here and tell everybody, it's never too late to discover who you are. That's true. Never ever too late to discover who you are. Just have to stop, stop your express train. Although the train is really moving fast and it's powerful and the engines are and all this, but you need to understand, are the wheels yours? Yes. Are, you know, uh, I don't know what they call those lines on which the train go. The tracks. The tracks, are the tracks yours? Mm -hmm. Are they taking you to the station that you decided? Not that that was told to you that was the right station. Yeah. You know, we all sort of end up going to the same station. Mm -hmm. Although we are supposed to have, each one has, is supposed to have his own tracks with his own destination, you know? So... And usually the stations are based on uh, trial and error of other people mm-hmm. and the safe choices of those people with their capacities, with their experience, with their history, which is definitely completely not you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's like the other one. Yeah. So although I was reaching stations and generally speaking, they were good stations. You know, you were actually making checks. Milestones checklist. and checklists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, a, it's a beautiful checklist with glitters. And wow, I did that and I did that and I did that. But then I, there was a moment when, no, something's wrong. Something is definitely wrong. Although I like the checklist, but something is wrong. So when I, I moved away from the tracks, I decided to give up on the stations and find out really, do I really like those tracks? Do I need to modify them? Do I want another station? Do I want another set of stations? Yeah. Do I want to, you know, I needed to. So that was my next phase of personal growth. 
and mm-hmm. finding another type of power that was so Rania. You know, it was a personal power. This was my personal power, not the general human uh, power that was, you know, popular power. Mm-hmm. So it was your unique characteristic that you yeah, built and that's nation. Exactly. And that, when you dig deep into that, no matter what time uh, um, passes, no matter what happens, no matter how many people will do your thing, you, they'll never do you. That's true. That's true. You know, they might do the thing, but they'll never be you. So this makes you even more empowered to be powerful. It's really good. Alhamdulillah. I really encourage everybody. And that's why when I, this is about my own personal journey, but yeah. you were also asking me how I help people. That's true. So when I help people, we have this general and the specific checklists. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there is always this, okay, you need to feel safe by having this general checklist. Okay. It gives you a sense of, uh, especially those people who are, who haven't got in touch with your, their unique self. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're not very comfortable being unique or being different. It actually worries them more than uh, gives them a sense of thrill mm-hmm. or a sense of uniqueness and safety in their own skin. Yeah. You know, so um, we have this general list. We have this specific list that we really, really work on. And then we have all the emotional intelligence skills that help us especially um, Six Seconds Organization, the one I'm, um, I'm certified from, mm-hmm. uh, to assess and uh, help other people with emotional intelligence, they have sort of, their skills are prepared in sort of a line, a plan okay. Okay, of self-knowledge, self-management, and self-giving, you know, moving okay. on to the, the bigger bubble, the bigger yeah. circle. So this we do step by step. That's that's really nice. So you're yeah. you're you tackle both the inward, the outward, the 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 general, the specific, and it's it's a holistic view really of of how do you come to empower yourself. Sure, and until you find your unique self, you can never help other people find their own unique selves. That's true. Because as long as your checklist doesn't have your uh, logo on it, you know, it's not yours. You can't help other people find their own checklist. And that's that's actually, that was my turning point as well. And I know that's why we resonated because that for me became the moment where I realized I'm just tired of, of seeking external validation. And now I want to turn inward towards internal gratification and fulfillment. And as you, you said, it's, it's difficult because you're going off tracks. You're going off the beaten path and you have to explore it. You have to create this new path for yourself you have to build new tracks and it's tough but it is so gratifying in, in itself. yeah it is but I mean also we need to uh tell everybody that at a certain point in time when you're off track you know people will be going besides yeah, you exactly and <laughs> places you know and you will and gonna feel like oh my god what did oh I do <laughs> I just love those tracks and people are getting places you know yeah. So um, I think that there are a lot of challenges, but the gratification that you are talking about makes it all worthwhile, truly. That's true. 
So from where you stand now, what advice would you go back and impart on your 19-year-old self? Well, you know, um, because I really believe in uh, neuro-linguistic programming, <laughs> you never regret, you know, no. because... No, no yeah, regrets, yeah. no regrets. How would you so, empower I need her? to establish this thing first that um, I would just let her be what she was but um i would i would rather i would rather not speak to her but speak to a culture around a 19 year old yeah exactly you know? and actually it's not only a 19 year old even a 90 year old exactly. just just let people be you know we have our journey of trial and error and mistakes there is a lot to learn and there's a lot to mess up we need to get it messed up as soon as we can yes you know in the silicon valley they have this um slogan mm-hmm. of uh uh, fail fast, fail often, okay, or fail, uh, I fail think, fast, fail often, fail forward. Yeah, okay, so get it done with, do your mistakes, move on, learn, you know, but in our culture, and especially if you're talking about a 19-year-old, you know, she's, she's in, uh, she's in college, in university, and she's, um, she has this you know, eye on the future where she's gonna get engaged somehow because this is the time, you know, university and uh-huh, and seeing all those suitors and stuff, but knowing that you won't do it until you're done with university. And, uh, but always this is at the back of your head. And what about my romantic life? And what about my academics? Because you know what? I need to have a romantic life, but I still need to have a career that to I can- achieve uh, your academia as well. <laughs> Yeah, you know, because I, I'm not going to throw uh, away uh, 19 years of my academic life you know, I, I, that I built so hard and well. Mm-hmm. So a lot is going on in that uh, 19 year old's mind. But I would like I would just like to tell, you know, parents, culture, society, even uni, give them a break. <laughs> not just give them a break give them some time I'm with you I I support the message (laughs) yeah you know give them some time to find who they are because it won't do anybody any good to get out copies and you know what they are deformed copies deformed copies so find your unique self um I would say also find your tribe That's true. Find your tribe because through the journey, a tribe gives you a sense of belonging. And a 19 year old, if she has her tribe or a a guy, I mean, if he has his tribe, he will get his oxytocin hormone. He won't always think of, you know, wow, I'd like to get, I would like to have this relationship or you already have, the resources for the sense of love and and variety yes and diversity yes. you know and different minds 
maybe one thing that I would definitely want to help out a 19-year-old with is tolerance. Interesting. Because a 19-year-old has just left um, image, I mean, metaphorically, yes. has just left the, the nest, mm -hmm. metaphorically. He's, yeah. He doesn't have to actually leave the house, but he has left this nest of values and care and protection, you know, and has gone through a couple of years of his own development through uni studies, uh, meeting new people in uni and you know that's a whole different life when yes, you're out of the, the school system so you tend to have one of two things either you really grab onto the value system you know because mm -hmm. you're entering somewhere you don't know so you need to really uh, be standing on your two your two feet need to be really established yeah. onto a, a structure, a safe structure. And that would most probably be your value system, traditions and all this. Mm -hmm. um, and you're going to take it to experiment with it. Mm -hmm. But if it has a lot to do with your sense of identity, uh, you might lose the education, the real life education, through interaction, mm -hmm. through being open to other people's thoughts, yes. because you're entering onto a world that's made up, that is no longer made up by your parents yes. or your school. It's no longer curated in a way that they thought it serves you. This is, it's open. Yeah. And whatever you learned then that got you through then and there will not do the same thing in a world that's made up of so many sets of values. Yes. So as long as you really hold on to those values without even a, a, a shred of thought, you will always have to fit into such a narrow and in certain cases, imprisoning, you know, circle of society. And that is if you're lucky to find it. Mm -hmm. All right. But if you are raised up in a way where you are tolerant, where understanding other people or appreciating, that's a very good word when we say appreciating, which is very difficult to appreciate other people's value systems when you're not, not adopting them yes. as a kid or as a parent. Yes. You know, so if I raise my kids to appreciate other value systems, and that's a very big challenge for the parents because they're going to open up this uh, thunderous box of, so why not do like them? Yes. Yes. I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, living, know. living know. in a multicultural society as well. That's one of the things which, which I think is a blessing rather than a challenge because then you, you're open. But then again, as you said, the parents and, and the adults have to have the readiness to, to talk about it and not justify, but make them see why it's different and why we're doing this and why they're doing that and why we should respect and appreciate each other regardless of value system belief system a cultural system whatever it is because at the end of the day we're humans and we're meant to connect and there's always common ground and we don't have to agree on everything beautiful word common ground 
-hmm. beautiful words mm -hmm. you know uh, i would i would just suggest okay i or assume or my perspective would be that most of the parents don't have this luxury of providing a tolerant or uh, um, open line of discussion and accessibility to the kids and appreciating other people's set of values. Why? Because most of our, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, of our culture, they marry right after they are raised, you know, so they get out of the There's value system. Extension of the value system. Exactly. They don't have this, these gap years, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, the years between getting out of your back nest to your next nest, you know, they are just limited to uh, academics and maybe a, a couple of years of experience in your job. It, they are never meant for you to, to explore your identity other sets of yeah. values so yeah. what you do is you just carry those sets of values the moment you have a home with kids you just whoop copy I, I love that actually I've, I've never thought of it that way but that is very true it's, yeah it's that space in between where you get to discover who you are what your value system is what your updated value system is and I think that's why for a lot of people that starts happening beyond the age of 35 to 40 true and that's where true. there's the sense of who am i what do i want where do i go from here what am i accepting and what am i rejecting in my life and mm -hmm. that becomes very overwhelming if you don't have the foundation for it and excessively overwhelming when every single thought will affect other people in your life yes. in ways yes you that's cannot true. even imagine that's true you know because you have entered into another structure of life where it all depends on everybody sticking around yes and not only that sticking around the same way they have been <laughs> for the past years you know so there is no room for growth because believe it or not there is no room for change okay that's that's very true i love that perspective yeah these pillars were set this way this place yeah. you know and they need to stay there and any that shift way. threatens the foundation exactly. rather than expands it it's a it's a it's a this will fall rather than this, then this will get bigger together um so yeah. that's the complete opposite of empower to grow <laughs> <laughs> this is how you're disempowered to grow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, it's actually, uh, you need to be deactivated, you know, and become yeah. a thing rather than a person, because a person needs to grow, while a thing will be there whenever everybody who is, you know, using it or depending on it needs it to be there, you know, because... Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's take the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, sure. What would you like, from a time capsule perspective, what would you like your 90-year-old self to thank you for? To thank me for? Yep. Okay, that's a nice question. Let Can I have a second? Take, take a few seconds to think about it because your 19-year-old okay. reflections were... What amazing. I think she will thank me for is... Uh, the the real 
courageous, alhamdulillah, move uh, of exiting this codependence cycle. Everybody depending on everybody else, you know, to provide them with what they need and what they want and what they love and nobody taking responsibility for him, for his own happiness because in a codependent society, everybody does not give himself or herself the right to energy and time put to bring happiness. That's true. Okay, and self-fulfillment. The fulfillment and self-fulfillment is always put in somebody else. Yes. So all the society is, everybody's leaning on the other one. You know, nobody's really standing on his own. And what I'm trying to promote through my work is that we all need to stand up and, you know, just give your hands out. Yes. Let's hold hands. Reach out, collaborate. Yeah, Reach but, out. But Not do like this. Okay. So nobody has the right to even rest or do like this. You know, everybody's leaning onto another person. Hmm. I think this 90 year old and she owes me. <laughs> You no, know? well, that's she what I was thanking you. And I'd rather she pays me right now, you know, because <laughs> I need to uh, enjoy some stuff. <laughs> so I think she's going to thank me, Bismillah, for getting out of this codependent cycle, uh, finding out other resources for dopamine, because, you know, I was addicted to certain sources of dopamine. Yes. And all of us are, you know, uh, we all are raised up with certain uh, rewarding systems. And dopamine, I was just about to say, dopamine is that hormone that your body gives off for, for reward or happiness. Rewarding, or exactly. And, and uh, not only is it for reward, it's for the elevation of uh, stress, yes. you know, because it, it diminishes the effect of cortisol, which is yes. the, stress the stress hormone. So it's, it's usually um, a struggle. It's a fight between the dopamine and the, the cortisol all the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, right and wrong uh, uh, you know so um i was i have been addicted to dopamine yes mm-hmm. and um you know if there is anything stressful even if i do not if i'm not aware that it's stressing me out i have this survival technique of completely moving towards the refrigerator yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's it's my lodging so um one of the things was, of course, sugar up till now, it's sugar. But now I'm, um, I'm, I'm creating more dopamine resources through my hobbies, through the things I love. You know, um, yeah. I'm consciously working on that so that I don't end up, you know, always needing or relying on a certain resource. and one of those resources was relationships or having other people in my life and and whether on a friendly basis on a, 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 a close family uh, basis any kind of relationship just having people in my life so this makes you dependent yes yes and it it actually makes you look out of yourself all the time because you always feel that in order to survive, you need to find, you know, outside. Yes. You're on, you know? a, you're on a search or a constant search rather than going inwards or, 
or are looking at yourself and saying, how can I be content here in the now, in the present, in this space? Exactly. It gets you out of yourself rather than staying within where the true feeling is, where the true emotion is. That's true. Emotion is not outside. Emotion is inside. Yes, we provide certain external resources, but at the end, the real result is inside. So that's the house that you need to really constantly prepare and modify and fill up with the energy. And the more in-house work there is and the more in-house service there is, the better the house is rather than outsourcing all the time. So I think that 90-year-old should uh, really thank me <laughs> for the in-house, in-house show I'm giving her. An ecstatic <laughs> lady full of dopamine. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Okay, so, so that's basically it. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's basically it. I'm trying to provide her with the sustainability she needs, all the sustainability resources. Yes. I'm trying to educate myself and and prepare myself for different phases in life. And I love that you bring that up, sustainability, because we don't speak a lot about it. And you know that I love talking about sustainable growth, and especially when it comes to businesses and stuff. Um, but that is it. It's in a society and in, in cultures now that are worldwide where we have been conditioned for the instant gratification, for the quick fixes, for what, what makes me happy now, what, what gives me, you know, whatever it is I need right now, we don't think about how can I sustain this. Momentum is something that we don't think about a lot. Um, habits, which are things that you get used to doing and you could carry on for, for many things, but more importantly, habits that empower you to grow one way or another. Well, whether we're talking about healthy um habits that are related to your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, your uh, mental health, then these are all things that don't get enough attention. Because again, it's about the conditioning. It's about, let's go. Come on. You know, what can you do now? What can you do now? No, true. What can you do at this point that adds up to something bigger? It's a small step. And the reward you give yourself for every small step, yes, because that's a very critical point. Acknowledging the step yes. and rewarding yourself for it yes. will give you the dopamine you need, yes. although you haven't reached the ultimate goal. That's true, that's true. And only then can you be satisfied, can you be healthy, you know, because you're not in this constant, you know, I haven't done it yet. I haven't reached there yet. Yes. I have so much to do. Although you, are, you have yourself. already done. Yes. yes. You, have, you have already done. So every step of the way, you need to sit down and, you know, recapture what, what has been done. Okay, so I woke up, I did so, that's good. Yes. And I did that. That's another thing that's good. Yes. Well done, Rania. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well done. We were actually just talking about it, and um, uh, we have uh, the a clubhouse room every Friday. Uh, Valerie and myself, and you have to join us because we're you're gonna love this. We talk about imposter syndrome. We talk about limiting beliefs and everything. And the last time we were talking, um, we were talking about um, a gratitude journal, and uh, we also thought, why not have a celebration journal? So you, if you just jot down three 
small, gigantic, humongous, whatever it is, three things every day. Three things you're grateful for, three things you're celebrating. And then there were times, because we're humans, we have fluctuations, we have our ups and downs, we have our dips, we have everything. You go back and you, you tap into this resource for yourself. You remind yourself of what you have overcome. You remind yourself of what you have achieved. You remind yourself of what's in your life other than what we say as you started when we first started talking. It's about, is it about the material things? Is it about the, the checklist of the societal wife, mother, uh, grandmother, those kind of things that you know you have to put on your checklist? Or is it about what I woke up today, I achieved this today. I put a plan for my business today. I uh, went to work today feeling good about what I do. And it's, it's those kind of things that we don't, or today I avoided sugar. Yay me, you know, one day without sugar. It's those kind of things. But it is those kind of things that we don't celebrate enough because we are, again, are waiting for that big thing. It's that certificate at the end of the four years. It is that uh, promotion after seven years of working. It is, and un, you forget that along that way to get to that point, you had so many mini celebrations that you just dismissed. That's not big enough for me to celebrate. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> While you were talking, something, you know, uh, lit up. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, while, while I work with my clients, uh, we always have this um, branch of noble goal, this big goal of life, right? Mm -hmm. And there is another branch for short-term dreams and ambitions. And another one for the lifestyle, okay, where what you do every single day, mm -hmm. every single week, every single month. So where we usually talk about, you know, the, the, the mini up till the maxi, you know, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there is this um, worthwhile challenge, and I have to say worthwhile, okay, challenge in balancing this long-term vision because after a certain amount of time, you, you might have, I guess you will have, but I mean, let's just say it's a possibility you will have this moment with yourself and say, what did I do for the past? What have I been doing? You know, what have I accomplished hmm. in the past years? And I'm going to come to that point again. Um, on the other hand, if you just think of that goal and you miss out on the little celebrations, as you were, as you were just saying, you're going to really have miserable years. Okay. Until you get that very short point in time when you say yes. yay I did it I, I got the house <laughs> yeah. and it's done and you know what by that time your brain has already lost its uh willingness yes. to, to celebrate it to celebrate and and give you this dopamine yes yeah, so because by it's the time to the next thing what else is there okay I'm here what's next exactly it has been programmed for so many years not to reward itself but to you know, evaluate, assess, criticize up till going to something further. So you are going to lose those years. And you also have, there is a possibility you're going to lose the thrill of that very moment. That, 
Because I know. I, I personally went through it. Yeah. yeah. With my okay. doctor degree. And you know, I told you about that. Oh. It took yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Years, yes. Nine months. And then it was done. I was like, yay. Okay, now okay. what? Now what? <laughs> and it was like, I, and I did go into now I understood that it was clinical depression for about six months because I didn't know what to do now. Mm. And this thing had consumed me for nearly six years of my life. It consumed my thinking. It consumed my resources, my resources of my time, my energy, my money, everything. And then I didn't celebrate, of course, anything in between, even though there were major milestones. And, and that's it. And, yes. and it took me a good two years, three years to realize after it, wow, you know, that was a major achievement. Yay me. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, well done. <laughs> <clears throat> well, so oh, go ahead, finish this point because I need to ask you about the next one. This is going to be all right. So um, <laughs> going back to the challenge, which is yes. worthwhile. Yes. All right. So if I take more notice of what I'm doing every single day or every single minute and all this, and somehow on the way, I lose track of where I was going in the first place. And that's where the point that I said before that, what have I been doing? Have I been just waking up, eating, going to work, coming back, raising the kids? They're now, they're gone. Uh, what? You know, so if you don't have this long-term vision, uh, the little celebrations might not, uh, what do you call it, uh, build up to towards okay. something that... You exactly for your design <clears throat> so my the advice that came up in in my mind right now was it's not really what you will achieve because you never know whether you're going to achieve it or not hmm. it's the emotions that you fill yourself with yes okay yeah. so the, these little thrills is for your well-being. So if you have this goal of well-being, and if you achieve this well-being without reaching that place where you thought would give you the well-being, you know, mm -hmm. it's working on your well-being every single day. And well-being, uh, let's not mistake it for just, you know, zen and... No. Or and just, it's not extra uh, having diet, it's... No, it's multifaceted. No, no. It's multifaceted. Well-being is providing yourself with the state that is dependent on the inside and on the outside too. That's true. I won't be happy and having a good life if I'm living somewhere that does not satisfy me, yes. that does not give me this emotional uh, state of contentment and gratitude and you know seeing beauty. Yes, beauty gives you a sense of gratitude and contentment okay so every step of the way everything that we do we can add a touch a glimpse a part that would give us the sensation that we are building our life towards i love okay. that so even if i'm making food make food with a touch of beauty a touch of something that will make you happy that you're having this food yes so you are preparing your mind that no matter it's a track it's the track for your train now i'm on the track of well-being i'm on the track of happiness and gratitude and contentment and beauty you know what i mean 
So I think adding a bit of the state and sensation of the long-term goal to your short-term goals. I love that. You know, this would make the whole process worthwhile, whether you reach there or you're not. You it's are already living. Yes. You are already experiencing what you're moving towards. So from the sense of experience, you're on a stage and you are talking to tens of thousands of women and you're telling them and you're talking to them about being empowered to grow. What would be that last message you want to leave them with? You never expire. Nice. <laughs> you never expire. Truly. And every single minute is adding a flavor and a skill in disguise. Mm -hmm. Those uh, fights you had with your kids or with your neighbors or with your mom or with your dad or with whoever, it made you learn negotiation skills. Mm. Uh, the academics maybe gave you a sense of planning and time management. Those uh, visits you had from other people to your place gave you a sense of service orientation skills. And okay. event planning. <laughs> event planning and management. Yes. And being able to cater for different Taste. Uh, interests, Taste. appetites, yes. well-being perspectives. You know, it gave you emotional intelligence and social intelligence. So you never expire. Every single minute in your life is building you up, is making you grow. Mm -hmm. Your own life journey is there to empower you to grow. Just be aware of the growth. Be aware of it. Because with your eyes on growth plans that are imposed by other people and by academics maybe, or the work market, giving them different vocab, you know, mm -hmm. giving them other synonyms. Yes. If you really analyze those synonyms, you are doing them every single day. Yes, that's true. So believe it or not, you are building your market skills, even when you're not in the market. Yes. Okay, just be aware, empower yourself through your own self-awareness. And when the time comes, and you will feel it. Just, you know, do it. Just do it. Rania, this has been amazing. And I know we could talk for a few more hours. Definitely. Um, with yet, you. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we're going to continue in our uncharted discussion. But for the okay. time being, where can our uh, viewers and listeners find you in virtual space? Um, on my page, The Happiness Educator, Rania Abdelafar, The Happiness Educator. And you'll find me on Instagram, same thing. Okay. Uh, on my website, it's, I'll give you the link. It's rania-the.com. Okay, and definitely on LinkedIn. You'll find me and YouTube, sure. And YouTube, yes. <laughs> We're going to put all the links in there. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been so enjoyable. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being with you, Hanan, truly. Same here. Well, as... She put it best, just do it. But more importantly, it again, I think we keep going back to this message over and over again. 
It starts with awareness and it starts with the understanding and the conviction that you can do whatever you set your heart and mind to. It's never too late and you're more equipped than you'd ever think. So believe in you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Wish you love, abundance, and prosperity, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananulbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.